The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. No rats. <laughs> ah, what a <sighs> Nathan, you yes. know what this week's got me thinking? What's it got you thinking about? Religion and school. Ah. Yeah. That 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 slippery slope of a topic. I like it. Ah, we're just I'm just going to go feet first, you know? <laughs> I'm going to take I'm going to take the bungee jump and uh just tackle this subject right now. Mate, dive off that board. Mate, we went to the same school. We did. Uh and we went from a young age too. We were We did. We we both went to this one school for our our whole schooling lives, you Yes, know? our yeah. whole full schooling lives. Yes. Um <laughs> one school, <laughs> one, one school. love, <laughs> one love, one, one love, life. Three. Yeah, yeah. For the for the uh, um, so early education, you know, we're going to prep. We're going to year one. We're going to year two, and all. There's this there's this subject called Christian living. Hmm. Now, I never minded Christian living. I never really thought about it too much. Yeah. But nowadays, I think you know, yeah, like. <laughs> I, it's just a weird thing to think about that, like you know, we looking t- back on, like in hindsight. Yeah. Well, and and from memories, like I remember, like talking to kids that went to other schools and things, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, Christian living," and they'd be like, "What?" Yeah, especially you know? uh, yeah, yeah. When it comes to like kids in schools with like a religion tied to it versus kids yes. in schools without it, it's That's a it. very different experience. Exactly. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, I think our school was quite mild. In its, oh yeah, in its we weren't because we, were, we were Anglican. We, we were an Catholic, Anglican school. Yeah. We weren't a Catholic school. Yeah, Catholic any. schools are very much more intense than what we had to exactly. Go yes, um, I mean for God's sake, like in oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, in uh, in in senior school, I remember we had Christian living still or, or mm. Christian studies, and we basically just used that time to watch movies. It was all for movies. Even in like even in like grade seven, I remember we were watching The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, which had like religious like allegory. Yeah, but even then, I remember just thinking at the time. Like this is just a fun movie, dude. Like, we wa- we watched Blood Diamond in your <laughs> That's right, we did. And, and and I still to this day have no clue what why the hell we watched that in Christian studies. Do you think we should make like a Christian podcast? I was like- actually <laughs> just thinking that a Christian movie podcast. We should call it Christian Living. It's got nothing to do with Christian Living. Christian but Living an- banter. <laughs> but it's another it's another movie podcast, and we just talk about movies we watched. In. And we we have to pick really obscure movies and try and tie it towards the Christian faith, dude. What was that like series where like was it Veggie Tales that had the um, oh yeah. Yeah. Had the yeah, oh, veggie that, tales. Was, that was a tough sit that, through. Wasn't I didn't it? enjoy it. People enjoyed it, and I was like, "Why?" I heard I people when they did enjoy it, they enjoyed it ironically. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. I remember like they they made us watch that kind of stuff. Um, if, for those who don't know, Veggie Tales is like they just animate all these vegetables to reenact um stories from the Bible. Yep. And and there's songs in it. There's a lot of songs in it, and it's really shitty animation. It's like like late nineties kind <laughs> of animation. But I remember like when we were like that age. People, like, even when we were 14, they still made us watch it, even though it was clearly for, like, seven-year-olds. Yeah. I don't know why it stuck around for so long. Do you reckon, like, our school just had very little DVDs and they just had to keep recycling? Mate, I think there was one DVD. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the one season of VeggieTales. Oh, but Netflix has it, by the way. Does it? Are, I, you, I searched, are you kidding me? I, okay, I did it for, like, humor, humorous purposes, but I'm like, I wonder if Netflix has VeggieTales. I must have been drunk one night and I just put on Netflix wow. and I searched it. And it's there. That's fascinating. Yeah. Gosh, well, everyone, you know, shout out to VeggieTales. Shout out to VeggieTales. Go watch it for 10 seconds in total and then just turn it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, I remember like our Christian living, like, it was never like that deeply focused on the Bible. No. Or, I mean, I mean you know, church was, but like the actual class itself was more about, oh, this is how you be nice to friends and this is what puberty is. We it was never a, like... 
Yeah, we had a whole class, and again, senior school Christian living, I don't know what... We had a whole class that was basically, we learnt about uh, religious cults. That's right, yeah. And, and basically... <laughs> and the teacher kept on saying, but we're not one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this, these are the real bad guys, not well, us. <laughs> well, it was funny, because like, you know, there was kids shit-stirring and stuff, and we're like, yeah. miss, couldn't you say the same thing about the Anglican church and stuff? <laughs> She's like, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, like, we're, like, you know, we're learning about, like, Heaven's Gate and obviously Scientology. Yeah. And I think, I think we... I think everyone was asking to watch that South Park video. Oh, that, my goodness, that yeah. That perfect just... Like it's so hilarious that that episode that when uh, they explain Scientology and then like halfway through the this huge explanation, it's like that little tag comes up underneath and it's like we are not over exaggerating or like uh, exaggerating for uh, humorous purposes. This is actually the shit they believe. Basically, yes. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, uh, to be fair, I haven't watched much South Park though. No, They're, yeah, like I'm not. I'm not a like I'm I'm very well acquainted with The Simpsons, let's say, but South Park just yeah. Yeah, not so much. I feel like Ned Flanders is like that ideal Christian man that you see in media these days. Like he's yeah. like the righteous man and that kind of stuff. Like he's he's what Willem Dafoe should have been. Well, he's trying to be, but he's still got a dark side. And the best episodes Doesn't are when he? the dark side show. It's it's is, great. Is this oh, is this it's when like he turns to the devil, like n- Devil Ned Flanders? True, but I'm thinking more the fact of when you know Maud's Maud's passed away. I'm pretty sure at this point, yeah. and. Uh, the the Springfields come together to build him his new house and it's a piece of shit <laughs> and it's like and uh, the classic Ned Flanders line is well I can't live on good intentions Marge <laughs> like when the house fucking falls over and That's he just right. and he just snaps it's a great episode yeah, the great two, test a great test of the religious faith yes um, yeah. the, there's two great episodes of Ned Flanders it's that one and the other ones the it's just the, for the moment. The the ski. There's an episode where Homer's skiing and he's yeah. going down the hill. Oh, and he's ripped. And he's, <laughs> <laughs> I remember this. Feels like you were nothing at all. Nothing <laughs> at all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Stupid, Stupid sexy, sexy Flanders. Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so uh, good. But yeah, I'm surprised they didn't make us watch Simpsons for those glasses. Like, I can't imagine why. No, <laughs> I can't imagine why either. Um, uh, but uh, welcome, 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 welcome. It's to another this episode. Week's episode. Episode uh, 24, 24, 24, 24, two four, two four, two dozen, cheaper by the dozen, two. Oh, god damn, god damn! damn. <laughs> One more till a uh, quarter of a century. Yeah, I yeah. know. Well, well, big milestone next week. Oof. What are you doing Oof. on this episode? Just go to next week's episode. Oof. That's guys, just sure, skip yeah. it. Just skip it. Just wait a week and then skip it. You know what's yeah. really special about today, Brenton? What? It's our Halloween episode. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, sorry. I'll close the window if it's too cold. <laughs> 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 And it's closed. <sighs> but yeah, are you a big fan of Halloween? Uh yes, I am. Oh, are you? I I am. I uh I I have a strange relationship with I'm not a huge fan in the sense that we're Australian. Yeah. And uh here in Australia no one really celebrates Halloween. Yeah. Although but it's getting bigger it's each getting year. It's getting bigger each yeah. year. But it's funny, when I was growing up, my dad like, we never really took it seriously, but we'd go, well, let's let's trick or treat. And it was like, did we, didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we were very young. We did them all more like teenagers. Oh, okay. And we'd just scrounge around and make the worst costumes like possible. <laughs> One year I had like my swimming cap on with like a couple Shrek's ears attached to it. And like these weird glasses things that had like one of those like mustache things attached to it. And yeah. that was my outfit. 
and I wore my house shirt and my school uniform, <laughs> like, well, and we went around, and we went around trick or treating, and then like most people had like obviously have no fucking clue that it's Halloween. <laughs> it was like you know like uh, and they'd just be like buzz off basically, and you'd be like on to the next house. Yeah, sorry about that. Oh, it was fun. It was basically the excuse to go for a walk. But yeah, I'm a fa- I, I like it <laughs> just to go outside for once. Yeah, I did a different thing at my house where like we just never did it, and, right? Like, and my parents were adamantly well, not they weren't against it, but they just they could not care about it less. But we had a lot of people come door knocking and my right. mother I remember her especially just disliking it so much every year and we'd have a little bowl of like lollies and that kind of stuff and like every time we'd have people knock at the house she'd be like oh and she'd like do this big eye roll and then walk to the front she'd have to put in a smile and be like oh here you go and she's like throw candy at them so they'd run away <laughs> but it's like because it's because it's not you know an Australian holiday but because of you know globalization we we do acknowledge it so. oh yes yes yeah um, but it's fun I remember I remember in high school parties like Halloween parties were where it was at that was like the main thing. Yeah, Halloween parties are the thing. It's like they are the thing. They're pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. let's let's all get dressed up. Yeah, no, let's have yeah. a costume party. It's cool, especially good for couples as well because you come up rock up in pairs and that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. And I remember being in high school, like there was these couples that got together, and I'm like, well, I don't have a girlfriend, <laughs> so <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> I don't think I ever went to a Halloween party in high school. Oh. Oh, that's right. I never invited you. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, episode anyway. 24. <laughs> 24, yeah. Uh, the reason Maybe I was talking about trauma. religion and we're talking about Halloween and to celebrate both of these. <laughs> <laughs> these amazing films. We're, we're, not- <laughs> we're, we're bringing them both together We're going to repeat our episode of Halloween. <laughs> ah, the Exorcist. Exorcist. Released in 1973. Yeah. Nathan, do you have a question for me? I... D- <laughs> I haven't got a ring, buddy. So oh, <laughs> shit. I don't know if I can ask oh. that tonight, but I can Damn. ask you instead for me what? to pitch, for you to pitch me this movie. Oh well, well, Nathan. Yes. Uh, so just imagine we're in the uh, early seventies in Hollywood, Ooh. and I come to your desk and I say, Nathan, have I got a film for you? And I'm like, hold up, let me do like five lines of cocaine, and then we'll <laughs> talk about it. Does it? All right, cool, go. Alrighty, <laughs> I'm ready. This, this thing's called The Exorcist, right? Yeah. And it is about this uh, this actress. Yeah. Who is a single mum who has a twelve-year-old daughter? But enough about my wife, Brenton. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You're you're gonna want to listen to this. Oh, okay. Hollywood executive. Yes. Uh, she is. A, she's a single mum with this with this daughter, who suddenly uh, is being playing with a certain a certain board. Ooh, a Ouija board. A Ouija board. Yeah, and uh, she contracts a demon Ooh. inside of her. Um. And no one knows what to do. No one knows what to do about it. The doctors don't know what it is. No one knows what to do. Mm-hmm. You know what they should do? What What should they do? They'd better call a goddamn exorcist. And boy, don't they. They just call a goddamn exorcist. And uh, this film is gory. Mm. It's disturbing. Mm. It's creepy. Ooh. And it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <you're sorry. laughs> um. And that's The Exorcist. All right, all right, Brenton, here's hundreds of thousands of dollars. And let's pray that this film makes some money. Oh, let's pray. And let's let's not blow the budget on all the... Uh, uh, let's be sure not to blow all of our money on the, uh, basically, the suing from, from, the, from the Catholic Church, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they say, like, is this what we do these days? Like, yeah. That was, like, horribly put. I was, like... I was like trying to say a point and I was like words that's why we have (laughs) editing (laughs) Uh, but yeah it's going to be all in (laughs) dude I'm going to rip the bandit off again and add it to the pile just beside me take the charge 
Like the demon itself, just to just take charge. So I like this movie. You do like this movie. I like this movie. Mm. I like this movie. I don't love this movie, but mm. I do like it. I do, but I do <laughs> like it. But, yeah, I'll definitely take it out for dinner, but I don't know if we'll be having dessert afterwards, if this, you catch my drift. This movie has, has issues. It, is got, it? it has yeah. got issues. But what it does right, it does right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like me. <laughs> <laughs> um... So let's let's start off with just the 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 slow building of tension this film kind mm. of does. And it kind of works for a little while. And it's not a, this isn't it's probably its strongest suit, but there's a point. There's about a quarter of the way through this movie that the tension starts building and I'm like, "Yes." Yes. Yes, it's it was, escalating. Yeah, I found that I, it was like the first half of this film I was like kind of bored and then as soon there's as there's a point yeah there's yeah. a turning point yeah yeah and, th- and there's a little build and then it lulls again for me yeah it's got severe pacing issues this film i guess is what i'm trying to say yeah but through it all those those good moments that it has kind of outweigh the negatives they do they do um there's some good acting there is some good yes. acting there's some bad acting there's some as well. Some really <laughs> shitty acting. Like it's a really mixed bag, isn't it? It's it funny because like yeah. overall, I think I like the film. Yes, but like, and there's like there's so much good stuff. You're almost willing to overlook the bad stuff. That's it, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah. like because exactly right. like looking back on this film, you know, since there's so much time has passed since we saw it, Brenton. Yes, but like I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I am willing to forgive the shitty kind of stuff for the good stuff because the yeah. good stuff really delivers. And I think what's interesting about this film. So usually we we spend a lot of time talking about characters. Yes, character, you know, characters, the building blocks of character. Cinema. You know, and for this, I can't really. I don't really remember any of them. Like they weren't. Like, I remember them. No. But I couldn't tell you any of their names apart from Reagan. Oh, my goodness. That's Reagan. The, and I, I guess because it's the only character whose name's mentioned probably, you know. A billion uh, times. Like, 70% though. of this screenplay is just the word Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's be honest. <laughs> it's so true. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I can't remember, like, the moody priest or, like, the old priest or, like, um, yeah. I, I think the, the character that gets the most action is the demon, like, the demon itself. Yeah, I'd say probably the demon... It's like the the main characters are obviously mummy, yeah, uh, <laughs> mother you, dearest. Do you say priest with issues or or just uh, yeah, moody priest? Yeah, I call moody him. priest. Um, who I liked by the way. I liked I, him. I, yeah, you know, I like his mother as well. I thought she was great. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to moody priest mum. <laughs> moody priest mum. She's a she's a gem. Um, but yeah, I'll also say in terms of positives for this film that as soon as it started, I thought that the cinematographer of this film had just a really good eye for uh color. Mm. lighting and obviously just uh, a shot composition you know like absolutely yeah like especially because a lot of scenes are in the dark and yet still like you in the it's use of light and color like things stand out and um and 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 they and again it's that thing of like showing and not telling there's a lot of things early on that you kind of um you kind of latch on to visually um and it's due to just yeah this really this really uh, solid cinematography. So shout out to the to cinematographer, the cinematographer who, whose, whose name the is not written down on my notes. <laughs> no, but he's there. Congrats. And you can look him up and give Congrats. him a pat on the back. Congrats. Yeah, like, yeah, there's some very beautiful shots, especially when, you know, we finally get exposed to the demon. And it's so much later on in the film. But when you finally, st- you know what? For a film called The Exorcist, it takes such a long time for an exorcism to actually finally start happening. It does. Like, it is ages into the film and I'm like come on I'm like because like there's so much of this film like more than half is just like oh you reckon she's possessed it's like <laughs> do, do you reckon there's a demon and then like then the, and then I was like there can't be a demon and then I was like but maybe there is and then the doctors are like 
there can't be a demon. And then one's like, but maybe there is. And then the priests are like, there's no demon. And then they're like, but maybe there is. It's And then the uh, demons are like, clearly I'm fucking here. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> yeah, the whole time. Like, the, like, like they, the, the film literally gives like four pieces of criteria that classifies if someone's possessed. And the demon does all of it repeatedly. And the, all the st- characters are still like scratching their head like, yeah, I bet you reckon it's possessed. And it's like, uh, but you know what? Despite that, Brenton, I actually do like that there's a bit of ambiguity. I do too. That yes. she's like, like, obviously she is possessed. Like, there's no denying it. But there's still like a thing where like one of the doctors are like, oh, like patients, like does she, does she have any issues with the father? And then the parents are like, oh yeah, because the father left that kind of stuff. And they said, well, this could be the daughter's like cry for help. Yeah. About the father, and I'm like, maybe she is faking it. It's like I like it, but then at the same time, there's a few plot contrivances at the same time. Yeah. But then so I'll be like, again, it's the thing like, oh, I really like that, and it's like, oh. And then there's a plot contrivance. Like, the fact, and mini spoiler alert, but I said it in the pitch, this plot point. The fact that she contracts this demon because she plays with a fucking Ouija board (laughs) is just the most cliche bullshit, like, ever. It's a very cliche story. Oh, my God. Like, and thank God they don't dwell on that for too long. No. What's what's the demon's name that she gives it? It's like, um... Patutu or something like that. Okay, what we'll do is, in the magical art of editing... Yes. uh, There will just be... Uh, there will just be a voice that says the name, the correct okay. name right now. So the demon is called Captain Howdy. Oh, Nathan! I'm just, I'm so on top of it, aren't I? Mate, just, my memory is sharp. What as hell. a bloody champion! But yeah, but that demon, I reckon the demon's the best part of the movie. Like when, especially when it takes hold, you're like, because it, it turns into a shit show. And it's like, because the whole film set at the one house. Yes. And you, and like, sometimes you go to the, doctor, the hospital and that kind of stuff, but like. I was just like, yes. And when the demon finally comes out and starts doing shit, I'm like, finally. I didn't care who died. I didn't care like who got hurt. I'm like, just just rip into everyone. I was rooting for the demon, frankly. <laughs> like, I was like, let's see what this little girl can do. Um, Were yeah. you scared? You know what? Certain play- points I was. like, I was more scared with this than Halloween. Really? That's yeah. Actually- yeah, I'd say the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think there's a level, like I said, of creepiness that's in this movie. Mm. That's there, this underlying kind of creepiness, and uh, and to that I also say it's it's funny because this is obviously an old movie. Yeah, uh, funny that that we talk about <laughs> on that this on this podcast. Show. <laughs> on this podcast, really? how dare you, sir? Oh, over twenty years old. Oh, oh. oh it's old. Uh, <laughs> um, it's like us. But the reason I bring that up is that because this film is quite famous, and I've heard a lot about this and I've seen little snippets like probably like 20 oh, second you? snippets oh, nice. of some of the the demons deeds let's oh, say the antics film. yeah uh, and so like I always thought it was just kind of a silly romp and it's not this film out of context it, it looks quite silly but, but th- this film takes itself quite serious and I'm, I'm glad it oh, does yeah. um I wish it took it a step further and we really got into some of these characters a bit more. In yeah. saying that, there is... Like, these characters are characterised, but I'd, again, it's just like I'd like to see it executed maybe a bit better and maybe just take that extra step. So I get to know Moody... We're just going to call him Moody Priest. Moody yeah. Priest a bit more. Uh, Same. And I get to know... Uh, her there were scenes with him more. that I didn't really want. I, like, the scene with him boxing, I'm like, who cares if he boxes? Like, like well, was, I thought that was, in- I thought that was oh, interesting. Really? Like, I liked that it that was just... This, I, I thought that was characterful. It was a side to his character and oh. that he's on that running track and, and then the lieutenant or whatever, like... He comes on up and he's like, Are you Oi. are you that priest? Yeah, I am. You know how I know? 
because they said you looked like a boxer. You look like a boxer. And, like, to that, I was thinking I had flashbacks to our Rocky episodes. You know, <laughs> just, yeah, like... We're expecting Rocky just to rock up. Just like <laughs> Dude, he, he looks like a distant cousin of, of, of oh, Rocky. Dude, yeah. I would love to see Rocky just, like, cameo in this film. Holy and just, like, crap. beat the shit out of the girl. You know how, like, in horror movies, how they have, like, Freddy versus Jason? Yeah. The Exorcist girl versus Rocky. <laughs> oh, my God. I would pay, um, like, all the money to see that film. Or maybe just it's Adrian that's possessed, and he's like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and like that makes it morally ambiguous like but but, but what can he do because it's adrian and she's like your mother sucks cocks and then like he's like oh no <laughs> um so yeah i again like this is one of those films i don't have much to say really about in terms of non-spoilers no it's i just- think like i think yeah there's like little moments you can talk about but i think like overall like there's nothing like there's nothing that stands out so much that would make it a yay or nay film. I feel like it's just like a combination of all these things that make you want to do it or not. There's, I mean, and a couple of the moments I want to talk about are like that's a good moment. Spoil certain things, so yeah. I'm like obviously going to get into it. But uh, I think the way you you started this conversation after I rambled on for a little bit, just put it best. It's like this film is a mixed bag, but it has some good moments that outweigh some of those uh, more negative. It sounds like you're segueing towards the rating. I am. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny you mentioned that because that's exactly what I was doing. Oh, then continue, oh. sir. So uh, I'm going to give this. I'm going to stick with my gut and give this a thumbs up. Mm. But just know that it's. Uh, I think actually no. I'll say this in terms of Thursday night. You're out with your mates and stuff, and you 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 want to put on a horror flick, you, and you're like, Exorcist this is, pops this is up. A good time. This is a good time. Maybe skip the middle bit, but uh, I say I say just skip the first half. Like yeah, sure. And, like wait for them to be like, oh yeah, she is possessed, and then they get the priest. Like I'd say, wait till she's in the first scene at the doctor's. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. perfect because yeah. you don't need the. You don't. We'll, we'll talk about the party and we, like. <laughs> no, well, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. But um, but yeah, um, so it's a good time. Yeah, I that. think. Ah, oh, is it good? Like, is this better than Halloween? Um, no, God, no, it's not. You know, I think I had more fun with this than Halloween. Really, oh. I had way more fun with. Uh, Halloween I think you than know this. why. I think because it's more vulgar than Halloween. Maybe I don't, but I still wouldn't call this film like I said. It's fun if you're with your mates and like maybe you've had you're a little intoxicated or whatever. Yeah, like you're gonna find elements of this film funny. Yeah, but this film I was still, laughing at points. But yeah. this film still takes itself so seriously that it's hard to. Sometimes it's hard to laugh. Would Sometimes, you? Yeah. Would you play this in Christian Living? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that kills that idea, doesn't it? You just said it? you were rooting for the demon. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's quite true. I think, I think it's quite the opposite then. Like, <laughs> and like this, yeah. So, oh, would I... Oh, I'm actually on the fence about this. Um, would, would an average... Yes. Oh, it doesn't say much. That's probably one thing I don't really like that much about it. Like, it doesn't really... It doesn't really say much about the Catholic faith or like about... I don't know demons or anything like that. Like, there's a thing about trauma, maybe talking between your family members. Like, there's another sister in the movie who does nothing the whole film. Yeah, like, I I think this film's probably it thinks it's saying more than what it's actually saying. Yeah, and, yeah. Which I, know, I like, like, like you know, I think it's it's well made. But mm. yeah, but you know what? Overall, I did have fun with it, and like, and I think yeah, expect a slow film for the first half, then it gets really fucking good after. So like, wait through it. But, so maybe just like chat with your mates for the first hour and then actually pay attention the second half. I'd put it more like it's a slow first quarter. The second quarter's building and you're like, oh yeah, mm. we're heading to the, we get, we're like, it's picking up. Third quarter is like the slowest part of the film. Oh, it's yeah. so slow. And then so many scenes with the mother's just yeah. like, oh, what do I do? No one's helping me. It's like, oh, it'll, it'll come, just calm down. And it's like, 
oh, but my daughter. And the daughter's like, fuck you. And then goes, blah. And it's just like, oh, shut up. Sounds like we need to get to some spoilers now. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> that was a pretty good summation of the plot. <laughs> do you know where I want to start with these spoilers? I want to immediately start with, like, the shit this girl does. Because there's uh, this girl does some wild-ass shit that I love. Everything that the demon does, I'm a huge fan. And I'm like, A-plus film. Some of it, like, again, like, I'd seen, like, a couple 20-second clips of this shit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's hilarious. Oh, see, it wasn't a surprise for you. But, like, no, no, I'd only see, I hadn't seen all of it. I hadn't, oh, okay. oh, I hadn't seen all of did it. Did you know, did you see the Spider-Walk scene? I had seen the Spider-Walk oh, scene. I was but like, that's in, fucked. Because it comes con- out of nowhere. In the context, it's really fucked up. There's, again, like, there's there's some of it that's, that is admittedly, like, funny. And, like, I guess today it's probably more funny than it was back then. Yeah. Like, the uh, vomit I was laughing at. Like, when she vomits on the priest's face and he's like, ooh. <laughs> but some of it is, like, genuinely, like, disturbing. Yeah. And that's all I guess gets... Uh, the girl just kind of goes for it, this actress, this yeah. young girl. And also funny about the film, like, she goes from zero to 100 out of nowhere. Yeah. Because, like, because I didn't know that the girl was going to get possessed in this film. And so they're at the doctors and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. Because uh, I thought maybe the mum might get possessed or something like that. And then, like, the doctor's like, oh, your daughter's been swearing. And then you as an audience member is like, ooh, and then, like, she's been swearing. And then, like, he says some of the swear words and the mother's, like, amused by it. She's like, yeah, ta-ha-ha, my silly girl. Well, it's so, like, unbelievable, I guess, for yeah. the mother. But, but then, like, some of the swears that this girl says are, like, it's filthy it's, stuff. Um, I'd also like to say, though, I feel like this is achieved as well because I hated the daughter at the start of the film. I thought yeah. she, and I hate her like in a lot of it in the sense of <laughs> when, when the daughter's like the daughter when she's not the demon I genuinely like dislike the daughter because what I think hate her so and, much? I, and I dislike the mum too because I think she's a sheltered spoiled brat that has like wow. no, that has, that has like no like idea of what the real world is holy Nathan, shit this girl, this girl <laughs> tell me tw- how you really feel this girl is 12 years old and yes. she acts like a 4 year old this is my can point. you can you give some some evidence behind those those oh. statements? Like, like what? okay, this is her first scene. Um, where's my note? Sorry, um, I, Brett is just getting out his clipboard and white lab coat, and he's let like, me, <laughs> "Let me check." Wait, wait, I wrote this down. I said, "I said this is my okay." This is like one of my first notes. The little girl is so annoying. I hope she's the one that gets possessed. And and it's like because her first scene was like, "I saw this horse, and it was." so beautiful <laughs> it was so and she says it like six times it was so beautiful mom it was so beautiful it's like was it beautiful though and then she's like and then i want a horse when can i get my horse mommy well we're in washington yeah but when and it's like okay and she's not whiny but she's just like it's like she's like on another planet like yeah. no human twelve year old like acts like this like, <laughs> and then she gets possessed and that was great. <laughs> but, I know, but it was also the scene in the bath. She's twelve years old, and she's fully naked in the bath. Yes, and her mum is bathing her. Yes. If I was twelve years old and my mum was <laughs> bathing me in the bath, I'd be like, "What the fuck?" Look, you know I- what I mean? Like, it's a very it's. It's. I think it's intentional. Yeah. I think that yeah, relationship like the mother's is very been overly motherly. That's like that's, why that's exactly out. right. Yeah. yeah. And also, um, I that's guess unsettling, goes, isn't it? Yeah. I guess it goes like it, it's showing her body as well because we see her like kind of mutilated body as well, like later on, and then and then also. It's a strange relationship, I think, is the point. Yeah. But and like the mother forgives anything. Like there's like this, there's the dinner party scene where like the little girl just comes downstairs and she's standing in front of the guests and, the, and they're like, oh, and they're all singing around the piano, all jollyly and gay. And then the, the girl door guy comes down, and then she just like urinates in front of all of them. And then and they're like, Ooh. she's like, I hope you die, and then pisses on the floor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and the mother's like, oh, that's enough of that. <laughs> she's <laughs> just like she acts as though it's like, oh, she's a little bit foul mouthed, isn't she? Hoo, hoo, hoo. And yeah, you're like, she's like she's like to the guy, oh, like yeah, sorry about that. She's just been sick lately. 
And you're like, mm, is that very <laughs> sick? Also, with that dinner party scene, what's with the random guy calling um the doctor a Nazi? There's like a really drunk um director, the director of the film. Yes, yeah. Why is that in the movie? Why not? This <laughs> is so random. I just, I was just watching that because the, the the movie dedicates a lot of time to it. Where like, there's like three scenes where he's in the kitchen, that kind of stuff. He just keeps on calling the guy a Nazi. They eventually fight, and then the director gets taken home. And it's this weird plot that that's never referred to again. Maybe it's trying to reference the director so you remember him when he dies because we we don't know that he's babysitting one, and then two that he like dies, and it's like, oh yeah, that guy's dead. Yeah, he's the guy that gets pushed out the window. So maybe is. So it's because he calls that guy a Nazi when he clearly wasn't. That makes us to be like, oh yeah, he deserves to be pushed out of a window. Like, no, I don't think it's that. I think it's more the fact of, oh yeah, like he's this guy. He still exists. Remember him? Oh yeah, because yeah. we're gonna kill him off later. So what's the film that they're making as well? Like I on don't the know. college cat. It's such a weird film that they're filming. I, I don't like, know. Um. Oh yeah, I, I have a note here that says, oh please fuck off with the Ouija board. Like just get it out of the film. Maybe it does not need to be here. No, I reckon. The, I th- I don't think they need to explain why the daughter was possessed. I think she just had to be possessed. Well, especially because they take so long with the setup. Um, that's overseas at the very start, the opening scene with yeah, Max. Yeah, why Von do we Cedar. see Iran? And like, so, like for me, it was like, all right, so they've kind of unleashed this demon, and then it's obviously just going to attach to someone in the human race. So, like, that was enough for me. I didn't need her to call it to her with the Ouija board. No, because this film goes for, like, two hours, so it could have been, like, an hour and a half easy. Dude, I said, first, uh, one of my first notes, again, is at least uh, 10 of the first 20 minutes could just be cut. <laughs> Can you make, like, a, like, your own edit, Brenton, and put it on the internet? Just Dude, so I, I want to do a fan edit. You know how people do, like, fan edits of films? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll do one of the extras. <laughs> Why not? We'll spin it off. Like, we'll call it a banter edit, just so... <laughs> It'll be a short film, basically. But <laughs> yeah, but it'll just be, like, three scenes of the demon stitched together. And it's like, oh, I love it. You know what was really scary about this film? Like, what terrified me was the hospital. Like, 1970s hospitals are scary as hell. Dude. Like, dude. All those needles and shit. Oh, my God. Fuck that. That would, I'm like, no, nah. like, like, especially when, like, her brain is scanned, it's like, and, like, she's next to this huge worrying machine, and I'm like, I would act possessed just to get out of that situation. Getting, getting, like, a needle straight into your neck. Oh, my God. Going straight that into was... the blood, bloodstream, which, you know, like, happens, like, yeah. you know, if you've got to get something straight in there, but I was like, holy shit, and, like. Because I don't like hospitals these days, I but hospitals then, like. Dude, I can deal, I can deal with the scene. Actually, no, I, like, that's not, it was very uncomfortable and, like, uh grotesque to watch the scene with her cross and uh her mutilation of her <laughs> yeah uh, of her down of her nether region oh but, yeah but still the part that i was like oh i can't watch this was all that needle section yeah like the blood's like that's, that's the, the thing that gets shit. you Dude, like, like there's, there's a scene where the girl literally shoves the mother's face into her bleeding vagina and yet that is what we don't look at oh i will still say that that was grotesque and like awful like and yeah. i was like Ooh. it's really perverted isn't this film like it's god the up. things that, yeah. that was thought of like I know it's based on a novel and, the, and like... The mix between, like, sexualization and violence and then, like... It's just... Uh, oh. And then, like, obviously, like, motherly love and... No. Uh, and what did you reckon of um the girl's voice and makeup? What did you think? What about that demon's voice? What did you think of that? There was a, there was a point where that her makeup was genuinely terrifying. Mm. Uh, and then it kind of went too far towards the end of it, I thought. I think it got comical. Like, yeah, it was... It, and it wasn't intentionally. Like, it was still made sense. Like... Uh, th- but there was a point where it's probably halfway to three quarters done where her transformation, where she gets to, yeah. that you were like, oh shit, that's... F-. like, And it was probably that scene with uh, with the cross, like after that scene where she's got all the cuts all over her face, where she's, yeah. you know... Like, How, oh. You know what? I was terrified when you found the Help Me Scars. 
that yeah. was I, I was literally like struck when that happened I'd say like the best parts of editing in this film are in this these sections too. yeah oh the, easily yeah. The, the hospital sections uh, and also like there's a point where it's jump cutting between the hospital and then like the serenity and the uh, the stillness and the quiet of the of the of the church mm. with Moody Priest and like uh, and also when the moments where the demons obviously unleash towards the end of the film. Yeah. Like, she'll, she does the spider walk down the stairs, does the head turn to them, and that hard cuts does something else entirely. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. And you're just kind of left with that, and it's yeah. never resolved. It's like, yeah. Which is cool. Like, I think that's smart editing. And the sister's like, oh, she's upstairs. Like, oh. Like, every time yeah. someone visits the house, the sister's like, oh, yep, she's just all tripping up again. And they're just like, yeah. I don't know. But, like, but with her, I feel like her voice, I just, every time she spoke, I thought she was trying to sound like Popeye. I was just, she's just like, oh, yeah, no, nah, I just need some spinach. Give me my spinach. <laughs> <laughs> and she's, you know what she sounded like? She sounded like I'm that bloody pearl blob from Blade. She's like, rah, rah, rah. oh, my God. <laughs> she sounds exactly <laughs> like her. It's like, yeah, I love it. And it's like, oh, and she starts speaking Latin and that kind of stuff. She's like, motitorum. And then when she does that weird mother's voice, I'm like, I don't know. It's so obviously dubbed. I'm like, I couldn't take any of it seriously. I enjoyed it. I, uh, yeah, oh, I had I, fun I, with it. I, I had a lot of fun. But yeah, I don't know. But I th- also the makeup was great. I thought props to the makeup team. They did a good job with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, what else? Is- oh, yeah. But about the mum, though. I was not a fan of the mother. I didn't like her at all. Well, like I said, I didn't like really the mother or the daughter and their relationship. I was like, no. this isn't... This isn't... Even if she doesn't get possessed, this won't end well one day. No. She's, this kid's too sheltered and... Because they mom- all like try and act happy at the end of the film. Like, like oh, haha, we're back to normal. And I'm like... <laughs> Dude, you're going to have PTSD for years from I, this. I was so thinking like, as though, as well, like, again, just bring back to that relationship. When you were 12 years old, did your mum come up every night and, like, put you to bed and, like, kiss you on the fucking face and be like, oh, I'm going, like, and, uh, like, tuck you in? Not when I was 12. I think it started fading when I was, like, eight or nine, I think. I See, yeah. I agree. And so, like, I was going, she's 12. And I was thinking maybe I've just had, like... A <laughs> maybe we just have different childhoods. By the way, there probably are children who do experience that quite normally. True. In the world. No, I, I don't doubt it. Yeah. But this we're, g- we're certainly not the, the barometer for normal, Brenton. Like, <laughs> But, I mean, like, oh, I don't know. You can see why this girl gets possessed, basically. basically <laughs> she deserves it. She's a, it's not that she deserves it. She's like a sponge for anything. Yeah. It's like, you know... Uh, but don't you love the irony that the daughter of an actress, an actress whose job it is to be someone else, becomes someone else? Yeah, for I just sure. Found that, and when the actress kept on saying, oh, she's got split personality, I'm like, you're an actress. Your job is to be split personality. I just found that very funny. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, the author's having some dramatic irony in there. <laughs> but um, yeah. Also, by the way, the amount of times the mother says Jesus Christ, if you want to play a drinking game with this movie, just do that. <laughs> Every fucking scene, she's like, Jesus Christ. And there's like another thing. She's like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, we get it. <laughs> so we've touched on it a little bit. But what did you think of the vulgar language from the demon? Oh my God. I I found it funny. Like, oh, it was, it was, there's there, actually, there's a really, the scary, one of the scariest scenes in it was the scene where the doctors arrive at the house. Yeah. And they're like, just in their suits and stuff. And they're like, they just arrive and then they're like, you've got to come upstairs really quickly, like right now. And they walk in and she's just like convulsing on the bed. Like, it's the, when I say convulsing, she's like bouncing up and down off the bed, like flinging her body like a seesaw. And then the doctors kind of like run away to try and stop it. And then she just like stops and just starts saying like, fuck me, fuck me. Yeah. And then, and she's and like, then, like thrusting as well. Yeah. Like, and then yeah. she like, 
punches that doctor in the face. Oh, he falls that was on the great. Floor. She like bitch slaps him, and I'm and like, and then oh. she slaps the mum. I'm pretty sure as well. And then they, oh, God. it's like, yeah, it's mental. Like, I, know, I was like, I was just going, yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was cheering when I was having like, yeah, like kill them all. I was like, just guess how far this goes. I was, Dude, I was wondering if it, I was wondering if it was going to turn into like an American wealth in London where she just runs out of the house and just like starts just like killing people left, right, center until they have to like just form possess her. To be fair, though, like, I've never really been scared of demons. Like, in movies or in real life? Like- <laughs> I guess I guess both. Like, they don't really... And so, I'll give props to this movie. Those moments that were creepy, sure, but mm. I'm never really, like, terrified of them. When the Iranian statue popped up for that one frame, I was quite spooked. You know, like... Oh, the- yeah. That was yeah. fucking scary. When, when like- Max is on the floor, like, looking at it, looking at the girl, and she's kind of in the... Oh, yeah, she's yeah. kind of in that kneeling position, and then you just see the statue kind of... Yeah. Uh, also, you see the demon at random frames. Holy shit! That was yeah, that I, was fucking terrifying. That yeah. was horrifying. I was like, I I literally jumped when that happened. Uh, quote from Brenton's notes: "Holy fuck!" The medical examination scene, and then the quick cut to the to the demon's face. Holy shit! Ellipses. Oh, like it like, was like yeah, because like, you kinda, don't see it coming. Like, oh, she's just staring off, and it's just and it's not even. There's no sound effect with no, it. It's just it's just it just shows the frame of the demon. But and there's enough detail there that you're like, oh god! Like, I'll give a fun fact about this now. Okay, I know we're gonna get to another no, section I, later I, on. I, but no, now we're talking about it. Um, it's interesting because those frames that they used for the those shots were actually um options from the concept team for the concept of the de- of the makeup for the little girl. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. They're like, well, don't have to spend any more money on this. Just like <laughs> use what we've oh, already we got. We got all these great pocket. photos. Yeah, yeah, and these great uh little clips yeah yeah i was like yeah i just I, th- I was so spooked at that and you know what props as well to the special effects yes because like when the girl floats like holy god well done like that yeah. looks genuine floating when like she hovers above the bed i love when like the bed's shaking and the mother's like oh shit no the daughter isn't faking this and then they're doing the, like the exorcist or whatever and she genuinely rises and everyone's like yep this is a demon yes yeah. and i'm like obviously she's not putting it on at this point like exactly. obviously she is actually possessed can we can we talk about the exorcism before we leave this section as well oh my yeah, god we yeah. should talk we, about the exorcism we, sh- we should uh, which by the way the so for a film called the exorcist the actual exorcism happens an hour and 43 minutes into the movie and this film goes for two hours and this film goes for two hours <laughs> it's like i was just like finally i was just so impatient with and it I, I, I think the exorcism itself is a tiny bit underwhelming like it's it's very well executed it's very yeah. well done it goes for a while as well like yeah, they really take their time. time with it and yeah. uh basically what we end up is with two dead priests but we get rid of the demon by the way good on you moody priest for uh taking one for the team yeah well he was pretty distraught about his mother's death so he's yeah. just like you know i don't know if he was hoodwinked into killing himself but he was just like well there's probably this probably is the best option i mean when you get possessed by something that you like that you you know i'd i'd probably fling myself out the window as well <laughs> yeah like, you'd be you like know, you know um, oh, but but then, so he gets flung out the window, and then when he's on the ground, clearly dead, his skull cracked up and bleeding everywhere. There's just like a random priest who just walks up to him. I thought it was his uh, his friend from the start. But he's clearly dead, and you're like, oh, do you want to make a confession? I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was <laughs> reminded of. Uh, I was actually reminded of the room. <laughs> you know, at the room when you know Tommy Wiseau shoots himself in the head, falls back. There's literally uh, Lisa and and uh, and Greg Sestero's character, whose name is Mark. Mark run into the room. There's brain on the floor. There's blood everywhere. Like he's just lying there dead. And the first thing is the first thing. Wake up, Johnny! Wake up! <laughs> and then she says, "Is he dead?" 
It's like, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I see. That's it. That's and the film that that was the first horror film to be nominated for best picture has something like that in it. And you're yes. just like, oh, do you reckon it deserved that accolade? Like, this was the milestone horror film. I'd need to look at the other films that came out that year. I guess, and remind yeah, we're not myself, that well versed, but, uh, are we? But yeah, I think it deserves. I think it's pretty yeah, good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and all the act. Uh, we'll get, actually, I think. We'll save that to the next section, but in saying that, we're about to go into the next section now, I think. Yeah. Is there I, anything I'm, else you want to talk about in terms um, of spoilers? No. Oh, one last thing, just the very final scene. I was very confused why, like, the film ends where, like, the detective's like, oh, you want to go see a movie? <laughs> like, it's such a weird anticlimactic <laughs> well, thing Well, yeah, it's on. like that cycle of, like, that's what he asked the guy before, but I was, like, I agreed. I was like, why? And, like, this this doesn't even I was ready here. to, add, like, again, another three minutes could be cut off the end of yeah. the film. I reckon they should have just cut it, like, like, as soon as the guy jumps out the window. They're like, whoop, and the end. <laughs> Nathan. Yeah. How do you make a movie? How, but, how do you make a movie? How did they make this, Brenton? Let me tell you. All right. So uh, <laughs> let's talk about Academy Award nominations, seeing as we were, we were just talking about We were about just that. on that. Uh, Segwaying like, like hell today, mate. Holy shit, dude. Well done. I've got, I'm literally on a Segway and I'm just running around the room. <laughs> hell the myself. Like, well done. <laughs> um, uh, you know, uh, so yeah, so it had three acting nominations as well. Yeah. For the mum. Yeah. Uh, Moody yeah. Moody Priest yep. and uh, The Girl. Oh, The Girl got nominated. Yeah, the young girl Good for supporting yeah, actress. She, yeah. But what's interesting is is that she was nominated at a time when everyone thought that she was doing the voice as well. Because the oh. actress, the, uh, the actor that had uh, done the voice yeah, yeah. said that, oh, no, I won't accept a credit for this because it adds to the thing that you don't know. It's, it's just... The demon, <laughs> but the neck minute, <laughs> and the neck minute, she wanted credit for it on the on the film, and like was going to see the company, and they're like, oh yeah, sure. So they gave her her credit, and then everyone in the academy was like, well, what the fuck? We just nominated this chick for the for an Oscar for with the for doing with the, the voice th- yeah. exactly. So then it basically just screwed over any chance she had of winning the award. Oh, uh, you know what? As far as child acting goes, like well done. Like, oh, this well film would done. not have worked with her. At first, her, I thought she was a horrible child. Like I said, I didn't like her in that first scene, and no. then I was like, actually, no, this is brilliant. But you like, know what? If you you're a casting director and you're like, I need someone who can pull off these demon scenes. And she can, but she can't actually do anything else outside that. You're like, we'll, we'll concede that. True. Like, but I think I think once I realized that that was kind of the point, that she was meant to be that kind of sheltered character that was kind of, didn't really have like, she wasn't really socially mature. No. Uh, so, so yeah. You're I really think, ripping into this girl. Oh, I dude, but it. I think it was a good performance. <laughs> I said I don't like Between the character. Between us and tell us your vendettas against little girls. I, look, I, I think that like, I don't like the character. Because yeah. I think, I, and it's probably that I don't like the mum more than I don't like the little girl, because the mum's the reason the girl's like this. Yeah. But I still didn't like the girl in the first scene. And I was like, oh, it's a child actress. And then I was like, oh, no, it's been well thought out. So she gave a good performance. So mm. props to her. Um, do you have any other facts, Nathan? Oh, I've got, I've got a bucket of facts. Mate. So when it comes to that um, little girl, actually, people who are up for the parts, there's a lot of actually people who are up for various parts for this film, but one that really stuck out for me is that, you know, um, the original Willy Wonka film? Yes. So Violet Beauregard was like in line to play this role. Oh, really? Yeah, she was. And it makes me wish that she had, just so like we get some weird Charlie and the Chocolate Factory crossover, where like suddenly Violet Beauregard, she gets like, exiled from the factory, she goes back to her house, and then she suddenly gets like like possessed by some demonic thing. Wow. <laughs> and only like Wonka Chocolate will, will cure her. Like It's just some weird like spin-off sequel to, <laughs> to Roald Dahl's work. Uh, I think I have a, a little fact about casting for that role as well. Ooh. Um, so you know the... Uh 
uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, I believe. Oh, Halloween's own Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, we're bringing Halloween back. She yeah. was up for the. She wanted to, you know, she. I think she was either considered for the role. Or she wanted to go for the role. Yeah. But her mother said, "Fuck no! <laughs> like you are not. You're not doing this. Or like not that's going interesting because this, this would have been before Halloween, wouldn't it? It would have been. Yeah. yeah. So she had nothing to her name yet, and <laughs> she was. Or maybe she probably did. Yeah. But like, that's interesting. And her mother was like, "No, no, young Jamie Lee Curtis." Wouldn't it be great if this was set in the same continuity as Halloween? Like, oh, dude! Like the girl gets possessed, she moves to a new poor, town, then suddenly girl. Mike Myers <laughs> like, comes after her. She, she's pretty unlucky. Yeah, she's like, oh gosh, that'd be great though. I, I wish there was some cool cinematic S- universe. Speaking of casting as well, oh, yeah. uh, Jack Nicholson was up for the part of the moody priest originally, oh, or Father Father Caraz, I believe his name is. But here's the thing: he is the demon, so like, it yeah, but been, this, yeah. Is, this is the thing. William F- F- Fried- Friedkin, the director, thought he was too unholy to ever play a priest, <laughs> <laughs> and he was. Right, uh, that's fantastic. I swear, I swear, like Nicholson has played a priest at some point. Like, I feel he has too. Yeah. Oh, good on him. Obviously, it was the Joker, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, we never mentioned this in spoilers, but great line: "The power of Christ compels you." Like iconic line, probably the most famous line from the, it is, from the yes. movie. Great, really great moment. They've said it like a hundred times, and you love it every time. Um, a fun thing I want to talk about is the director. I don't know if you sure. Yeah, so the director went batshit crazy on this film. Like he was like, he did. He, he really did. Like he did some weird shit. So like, because he, he he looked at the old Hollywood acting directing style, where the directors are like, oh, you got to really experience these things in order to act the character. So he like to get these genuine reactions, he like violently yanked around the characters on the harnesses. So when like they were doing like those demon scenes, like the director was like like pulling strings like a puppet master. Just to like, and gave them like back injuries, just so like the looks on their faces were genuine pain. Uh, yeah. Uh, for instance, in an interview, Jason Miller, the guy who plays the Moody Priest, yeah. said they had a major verbal confrontation with the director William Friedkin after the director fired a gun near his ear to get an authentic reaction, an authentic reaction from him. Yeah. He told Friedkin that he is an actor and that he didn't need a gun to act surprised or startled. <laughs> thank you. Thank <laughs> you very he much. Did it? Fucking it's hell. crazy. It sounds. It almost sounds like um. Uh, what's his, God? What's his name? Um, Stanley Kubrick, almost to a certain. It is. Degree. It is Kubricky. And what's interesting about that is, is that uh, Kubrick passed, didn't he? Kubrick, like he was offered no, it. Kubrick was passed. Uh, was offered this. Yeah. Yeah. And he passed on it. Uh, and and saying that this had a this film had like quite a difficult uh, production uh, phase because no one was touching it, uh, and also like I can't everyone, imagine why. Well, people thought it was... Like, there was the thing of, like... It was, like, a little... Yeah, because it's like a fire breakout on set. Like, yeah, yeah, like, like, people genuinely thought there was a curse attached to exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. People thought... <laughs> oh, the, the 70s. What a time. But, like... But, like, he... But, and, and understandably, because he did do some bonkers stuff. Like, there was one point where, you know, the priest... Um, the the director actually slapped him hard across the face to get that deeply solemn like reaction. Wow! It's like it's like what are you doing? What also, you- by the way, so you know how you can see their breath, like because like the when the girl's like sitting in her bed, yeah. that's because they filmed that in a freezer room. Oh, the director was like, "Oh yeah, nah, this is how we're going to get these reactions." <laughs> so they built a f- set in a freezer room, and like all the all the like c- crew had to wear like cold weather gear, but the actors just had to like shake there, just looking like terrified and cold. Like oh it's, my it's God. bonkers. That's bonkers. It's thank God That's this nuts. film made like all the millions of dollars. It's like 
Well, it's the highest grossing film from Warner Brothers, and also I think it's uh, when adjusted for inflation, it's the highest grossing um, R-rated film. Wow, or it was or it was it would have been? I mean, it does deserve. Didn't didn't, it. Did, didn't Deadpool overtake that? I'm pretty oh, sure something like that. I know yeah. Passion of Christ did, so I, people love their, their Christian yeah. their Christian stuff. But you know what? Like uh, the actors now, I'm sure the ones who are still alive, which I'm probably sure a lot of them, like they probably talk about the sets and like have great stories to tell. But during the time, you think you're just making a movie. I mean, so, like. like Everything's everything's uh, it's like that classic saying of like, well, it's funny now, but back then it was like a bloody shit show. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, it was. God, yeah, it sounds horrible. Um, speaking of uh, all uh, actors that are still alive today in this film, oh, uh, yeah. Max von Sydow, uh, our good friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't know him. We have let's, no let's, clue. Let's him. be honest. Um, and speaking of Max von Sydow, and also the uh, the foul language used by the young girl in this film. Oh yeah. Uh, so basically, uh. In the first day of filming the exorcism sequence, uh, after the delivery of her foul-mouthed dialogue, it disturbed the gentlemanly Max von Sydow so much that he actually forgot his lines on the first day. Oh, my God, really? <laughs> when she started going off on him, he was like... <laughs> he's just Lord. on set. He's like... He's like, settle down there. Because obviously, she, like, the girl did say these lines on set. Yes. So, yeah. like... So they would have just heard this like little girl's voice say these foul things before it was like dubbed in with this like demonic voice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it would be really weird for the actors and crew. Oh, but fuck oh. you, you motherfucking cotsucker. <laughs> like, yeah. like, excuse me? Uh, <laughs> like, and her parents are on set like, oh gosh, like who raised this chick? But also like with Max von Sydow, it's very weird watching this film today because he looks identical to what he looks today. Because these days he's like in his seventies, and yes. in this film he was he, in his uh, early forties. He was I'm in his sure. early forties, but yeah. he was aged up through makeup to look. He was though he was in his seventies. That's crazy. Isn't so it? over like forty years, like I saw him in Star Wars recently, and then you see him in this, and you're just like, he hasn't changed. And I'm like, either <laughs> he looks really shit young, or that's very good makeup. Which thankfully it's the latter. Uh, but, oh, gosh. Um, you got any more? Um, I'll tell you what, this when it came out in cinemas. Um, so audience members in the United States, some of them were given bath bags because there were repeated incidents where people literally vomited from the film. Wow. So there were cinemas that actually gave them like paper bags as they walked in. Isn't it interesting that like, I, I find this, yeah, I find that there's some scenes in this that are shocking and maybe hard to watch, such as the needle scene. Yeah. But there's nothing that I would necessarily say super gory. No. There's insinuations of no, it. No, there's like sure. vomit, but there's not like... There's insinuations. Oh, I think like the goriest thing is probably when she's uh, mutilating herself with the cross. Oh, God, that's... But yeah. at the same time, like it's it's just blood. Like you don't... Yeah. You're not seeing... I think it's just all at the time. Thank God we're not seeing the like the actual what's actually being oh, done. God, but, uh, but apparently, think- Apparently that scene is actually worse in the book. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Gosh. I don't, yeah. Yuck. Look, what inspires people to write this, Brenton? Like <laughs> the the devil. <laughs> oh, there you go. But I think I think the thing is that you and I are so used to stuff like Game of Thrones, where where like mutilation is just like yeah, we're an like dis- we're like desensitized to it almost. We are. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the world was so much calmer back in the seventies. But it's also like a little girl things. stabbing herself in the vagina was all you needed. So so Game of Thrones is made for adults, but like say. Uh, I don't know, like, films today that come out for kids with, like, massive CGI budgets. Let's say, like, The Hobbit. The yeah. Hobbit franchise, just for example. Uh, there are so many decapitations <laughs> yeah. in that, like, PG slash maybe... Because you just don't PG see the blood, that's how they get away with it. I know, like, it's... Yeah. But it's still decapitation. It's still it's a like, decapitation, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Would you... What age could you start watching a film like Exorcist? How young could you go to say, oh, yeah, you can let them watch Exorcist? Depends on the kid. Depends on the kid. Um, teenagers. You'd let, you let a child watch this? Sorry? Teenagers, I said. So, like, what, 14? Like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. You know I what? Because when I was going through the people, I was seeing that like, a lot of people did watch this when they were kids. Yeah. 
Yeah, they just snuck into they snuck a copy and they watched it and they're like, "Well, that scared me for a good half." Have you decade. seen the thing of like Tarantino being like, "If parents are cool, they'll let my they watch the let the kids watch these adult movies because I watched them when I was a kid." <laughs> and, uh, Tarantino's a, do it, be bad parents. As but hey, as a kid that had bad bad parents, yeah, you like, turned out you know, all right, didn't you? Yeah, I turned out all right. But there's but the funnily enough, the films that I was most scared of weren't the most adult films as a kid. Oh, the really? films that I found the most like Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets Secrets was fucking terrifying when I first watched it. Oh yeah, with like the basilisk. And oh yeah, the, I was spooked out by y- that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So is that the scariest thing you watch as a child? Yeah, dude, and that's like that's that's crazy when you think about like some of the other stuff yeah. that i've spoke about on this podcast yeah because you've seen some of these like films like yeah. yeah yeah like it's funny i think i think the scariest thing i ever saw was a child this is a really random story but this is halloween so i guess we can tell it um was i have you do, do you know the film knowing with nicholas cage I, I I know it. I've never seen it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, quick quick tangent on knowing. So, like, when my sister and I, when it came out, like, in 07 or something like that, it's a film where Nicolas Cage, um, what, what is it about? It's, like, he finds a time capsule that has all these predictions about how the world will end. Right. And, like, and it's because there's this alien race who, like, communicate through this little girl who wrote these predictions and, like, now his, and Nicolas Cage's daughter gets haunted and she can see the aliens in the forest. Right. And she calls them the whisper people. And you can hear them going, in her head. And it's fucking terrifying. Like, like, because they have a a cabin in the middle of the woods and, like, the girl, like, looks out of her window to the forest and you can see men in suits just standing there pointing at her. And it is horrifying. Wow. I think it would have been like 13. My, my sister was 10. And dad's like, oh, a Nicolas Cage film. Let's go see this. Yeah. So all the trailers like showed the plane crash thinking like it'd be like an action kind of film. And we sat through the whole film, literally like covering our eyes, just like weeping because we were <sighs> that scared of the film. And now like my sister and I literally just cannot watch Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Not for obvious reasons, but because of that actual film that he did. Like, Wow. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. So that was the scariest film I saw as a kid. Nathan, yeah? do you want to look at this film's poster? Let's look at this film's poster. Oh, no. Sorry, guys. I'm looking at this film's poster right now. Uh, the Exorcist. Uh, something almost beyond comprehension is happening to a girl on, this, on the... What? On the street in this house. And a man has been sent for, a, for as a last resort. This man is the Exorcist. This is... A terrible poster. <laughs> this poster is fucking atrocious. Why, Brendan? Sorry, it is so bad. Like, and I was gonna. This is gonna lead into title talk as well. Okay. Why is this film called The Exorcist? Should we just do both segments at Let's once? Let's do <laughs> it. Title talk as well. What? Like, because. Let's be honest. The actual exorcist himself is, is only in the film for like the last a, ten minutes. Well, both exorcists oh, yeah. are both supporting characters. I would say. Yeah. Would you agree? Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So well, I don't get why it's called The Exorcist. No, it maybe could be the, called exorcism. the exorcism. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But, was there, post- but there was an exorcist and exorcist. I will give the film that. I tell you what would make this poster. So well, this poster, by the way, for our uh, oh yeah, for our listeners, for those listeners who aren't, looking it's a silhouette up. of a moody moody priest uh, with a briefcase standing on the street, looking under a up to the house. And now, the, by the way, this shot apparently is iconic. Like it's 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 oh, lauded really? by critics as saying what, I don't what even, an iconic poster and all that kind of stuff. I don't even remember it, dude. <laughs> Brenton, this is why you and I do this podcast because we shit on this popular yes, opinion and we exactly. go, no, it's a bad poster. This is what the poster should have been. Yeah. By the way, the tagline is terrible as well. It's too a long, long overly complicated long. dump. No. It should be cocksucking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was, her best line is um um your mother sucks cocks in hell. Yeah, I love oh that my scene. God. Oh, she's so um, good in it. Uh, what do you reckon the poster should have been? It should have been the like a, if it was going to be a silhouette, like a really dark kind of like shrouded, like almost silhouette of that face that keeps flushing. Oh yeah, 
Like the actual demon itself. Like. Yeah, and then there's like a glint in the eye. Yeah. There's a glint in the eye, and in the glint, like, you know how you can do that effect uh, where, like, there's an image inside the eye or, or inside, like, the flash? And <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's just like the regular girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, you should be a poster editor with that. And it skill. should be called the exorcism. Yes, or just exorcism. Yeah. Ex- yeah. Oh, dude. Dude, we did it. Put it there. Yeah. That is, uh, that well is, that's something else. Yeah. Yeah. So, two segments with one spoon. Yeah, done. So let's talk. Let's give the power. Power to the people. Power to the people. Pass it to the people. Let's go. All right. So, uh, on the tomato meter, what's going uh, on? The critics have given this film an eighty-six percent. Yeah, and audience score eighty-seven. So Ooh. the audience, audiences, and critics are in agreement, Brendan. They are. They are. Mm. Almost exactly. Almost mm. exactly. Interesting. So, what are they saying? Do you want to tell me what some of them are saying? Oh, yeah. I can start us off. David Nusser from Real Film Reviews. By the way, guys, Real Film Real is written with R double E L. Oh, David, you funny guy. Hey, he didn't like the film. He gave it a two out of four, and he says The Exorcist runs out of steam long before reaching its decidedly low key and somewhat anticlimactic finale. Yeah, I agree with this. I would have loved this film if it was just like four exorcisms back to back. Like, like uh, they just have different attempts. They use different strategies. Like, they like it's, they, set, they get like a fire hose worth of holy water and they just like spray her off the bed. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like a fire crew comes in, like one of those huge fire hoses. They're like, here's your holy water, bitch. <laughs> and she just like goes out the window, like <laughs> down the stairs. Oh, oh that's what dear. it should have been. So, I, no, David's not wrong by by any stretch, but Jack. Jack Matthews from the New York Daily News, he liked it. And he said the movie had that launched a new era in horror films and which for one generation remains the scariest experiences of their lives. And that the thing back in the 70s, this probably mm. was top shit, wasn't it? What's, what's our defining horror experience? Paranormal activity? No. I was going to say it's probably that, but yeah. I, don't, I actually don't think paranormal activity is that scary. Remember that being the scariest growing up, though? I mean, Get Us probably the best, but it's not the scariest. But also, we're grown up now, so like... I don't know, like, in the 2000s, what was, like, the horror film everyone was talking about? Saw, maybe? But Saw's a thriller. It's not really a... <sighs> I'm sure there's a very obvious answer that all the listeners are just screaming at us right now. <laughs> like, famous horror film from the 2000s. Hey, guys, there's this wonderful invention called Twitter. You should yeah. totally tweet at us. Please let <laughs> us know so we can be reminded how much of idiots we are. <laughs> we don't know any horror films. Like, I didn't watch that many horror films growing up. Like, I don't know. I'm sh- yeah, I can't remember recording, but I remember. I remember at school, the one that was talked about the most was Paranormal Activity. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, people. I think in the 2010s, people talk a lot about Purge. Oh yeah, is that a horror film though? Yeah, you kidding? That's proper horror. I haven't seen there's it. There's jump scares in it. I can't. I can't. I oh. can't judge. But remember, with, with the horror genre though, that there's there's so much shit compared to the good ones. Like the ratio yeah. is crazy. Exactly. Uh, so Michael Michael Wilmington from Chicago from the Chicago Tribune. Mm-hmm. He liked it. He said The Exorcist, like most memorable horrible horrible movies, Hollywood (laughs) movies, gains its power from the way it mixes opposites. New style realism and sexual radicalism, old style. Oh my god. Nathan, Nathan... Nathan just adjusted something so I could actually see the whole of this review because <laughs> I got to the end of the line and I was like, this makes no sense. So, Michael, I'm very sorry, but I'm going to say your whole review again. Oh my and god. the power of editing, we might cut this out. Who knows? <laughs> The Exorcist, like most memorable Hollywood movies, gains its power from the way it mixes opposites. New style real, uh, realism and sexual radicalism, old style horror and religion. 
Michael's got some points. Michael, Michael, you're the man, man. That's the thing. Like, like you know, he's got sexual radicalism. Yeah, it's like sexually perverted and that kind of stuff. Old style horror and religion. Like, yeah, I like that there's like the, the other of like, you yes. know, like the Catholics were right. Like we do have demons in our world and that kind of stuff. Oh, you know what I loved as well? When the doctor first says, oh, you could get an exorcism. Like when the idea is very first posited. Yes. I love that scene because the doctor's just like, oh, hey, he's so chill about the way he explains it. He's like, hey, um, he explains it so like rationally, like, some people they think they're possessed. Exorcisms I've have shown that like if they think they're possessed, maybe they'll think they're not possessed anymore. Yeah, like he makes it sound so. It's not like it's not like the, all the characters are like. Wait a minute, there's demons. What are you talking about? You're cuckoo. <laughs> He's just like, no, this is a thing some people do. Yeah. Obviously, it's not real, but hey, it can work sometimes. That scene was a great scene. Yeah, great, agreed, great scene. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, but yeah. So the realism, which is what Michael's on about, I agree with completely. Yes. Yeah. All right. Good on you, Michael. Good on you, Michael. Well, uh. Ismiel Shenhaji uh, wrote on YouTube, the question is, why does the ghost have Hitler's voice? <laughs> <laughs> Did it sound like Hitler? Look, I don't I didn't know Hitler personally. No, <laughs> but, uh, no. Do you wish it sounded like Hitler? Like, the girl just opens up her mouth and she's like, It's an interesting thought. It's like, wow, the, the, the demon's been around. Like, <laughs> it's just, hey, uh, Lillian, uh, Lillian gave it three stars, and she says, "When I saw this movie, it had no effect on me. Just was a normal movie, in my opinion. To be honest, I am pretty shocked at most people's reviews. This movie was okay. The acting was amazing, but the horror in this it would give I would give probably a six out of ten. Not really sure what people are creeped out and traumatized about. I see where she's coming from. Yeah, but." I think there was enough in this to be... Like you said, you thought this was uh, scarier than Halloween. I did. Oh, definitely found it scarier than Halloween. Yes. I guess because like, they're all such idiots in Halloween. One thing I love about all the characters in this film is that they act actually logically. They do, yes. Like, Except for maybe when the mother goes to the attic early in the film. It's like, obviously don't go to the scary attic. But like, <laughs> apart from that, like everyone's like, no, let's go to a hospital, get experts, diagnose a problem, fix it. Exactly. Yeah. Good um, on you, movie. Ms. Pause. Ms. Pause. Ms. Pause on YouTube writes, <laughs> me when I'm on my period. <laughs> I have nothing else to say. No, except <laughs> good on you, Ms. Pause. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you, you, you empathize with that. Hey, Guts1981, also on YouTube. I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times. Jeez, mate, what the... What the... Well, <laughs> that's very specific and... Okay. And it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it. Yeah. Good on you, Guts. See, now that we know the spooks, <laughs> I feel like we probably would find it more funny the more we watch it. Oh, for sure, man. So maybe I would definitely recommend this film if you've all seen The Exorcist heaps and it's like your movie. Like, There's got to be like a montage on YouTube that's just all of those moments. Just, just like... like <laughs> oh, just all the girl just going apeshit. Just like... <laughs> One after the other. Yeah. Oh, it would been great. Um... Rupert Cornholio wrote, I love this movie because it doesn't rely heavily on jump scares like most shitty horror movies often do. This movie actually creeps me out. Totally agreed, Rupert. Yep. Yeah. I My favourite horror movies are the ones without jump scares. Same. I because just I th- I can't stand them. Jump scares are just so cheap, dude. Oh, like, oh. Hate them. Hate them like the Nazi demon. Mr. Misalligator, what a name, uh, says, a Catholic priest... How can evil cast out evil? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, Ooh. Funny, 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 funny. Oh, funny, yes, Funny, yes. funny. Oh, well, that's, that's, we gave the power to the people. And that's what they had to give back. They, ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a gift. It's an exchange. Ooh. I like it. But Nathan. Yeah. 
That was The Exorcist. That was The Exorcist. Or Exorcism, as we'll call it from now mm. on, because that was such a good title, dude. Such a good title. Also, there's a franchise. Like, there's sequels and that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, no. Apparently, they get shitty. Oh, no. I have no interest. This Would you want to see anything more in this no, world? No, this film doesn't need a sequel. No. Great standalone film, isn't it? It it is. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's our Halloween episode. So Ooh. I hope you guys have fun. Can like, you please close the window. Seriously. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> it's seriously this, freezing. The, the wind. It's just it's got a mind of its own tonight, isn't it? Like it yeah, does, but yeah. But Brenton, what what are you you rising, buddy? <laughs> oh, no, the power of the podcast it compels you. <laughs> Classic movie banter. Oh, no. Uh, no rats. <laughs>